It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Punk Rock Collaboration with Gabby Buckley. All right, on the podcast, I have my awesome wife joining me for the first punk rock collaboration episode of season three. One, because she's awesome, and two, she's the easiest guest to get because she lives in my house. Yeah. What's up, Gabby? Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> Gabby. I said good morning. <laughs> Gabby is a high school principal, and before that, she was an assistant principal, and before that, a team leader, and before that, an English teacher for several years in the classroom. Uh, Gabby and I were taking our dog for a walk, who you will probably make uh, hear make weird noises in the background at some some point during all of this. Um, And we were were on the walk, and per usual, we talk a little bit about um, work. work. And so, Gab, uh, high school principal, can you tell me what was this thing that that's you saw on TikTok that kind of bugged you a little bit? Sure, um, I love TikTok. Uh, it's a good stress reliever. I think it's fun. I don't know how people are so creative, but I love teacher accounts. I follow them. I follow administrator accounts. Um, but anyway, um, I saw this kind of like this new thing where people are kind of like, uh, or teachers are kind of like talking about you know their long work hours and. Um, how much time they put into grading and, you know, everything outside the classroom. I mean, essentially talking about not being paid and compensated very well Mm -hmm. Um, and that they're doing it all for, you know, what you think is going to be like, oh, you know, like lifelong, um, you know, opportunities to work with kids and seeing, you know, teaching and learning happen. But it turns out like it's like they're like kind of mocking and saying like, oh, I do all this because I'm going to get a bag of chips in my mailbox that says you're all that and a bag of chips. And I was like, oh, you know, I mean, honestly, probably as a teacher, I probably could have said that. But being in a different, in a different role as a leader um, and not having a very, uh, very um, active parent council, like it just kind of, I don't know, it just kind of bugged me just a little bit with like, I want teachers to be paid, but like, I can't do that. So then I was like, maybe I shouldn't buy it. Like, and I just bought a bag of candy to like put in people's mailboxes. And I was like, I'm not going to do it now. So I, like, <laughs> and then I was like, am I a jerk? Because I didn't do it. I don't know. You know, like, I just feel, I don't know. It's just weird. It's it just kind of got me. So, so I, I guess, the, the, I mean, I, I get the point of that. Um, I, I get the point of like the, the TikTok thing and, and this concern of, you know, are we how do we let teachers know that we care about them? And as a leader on campus, as a a principal on a campus, you know, I find myself in a new role this year, not quite an administrator, not quite a teacher anymore. Um, But how, if those are the little things that we do just to say like, thanks really quick. I remember getting stuff like that in my mailbox. So it was a bag of popcorn or like a candy bar. And do I think that that, it all compensates for the time I put in. No, no, no but no. it's a nice, it's a nice little, it's a nice little gesture, is I think what it is. And, and I think to your point, like if you know you can't change teacher salary, no. right? Um, you on your own as the principal of your building can't change teacher salary. So, what can you do that's not a bag of chips or a candy <laughs> bar? I guess like wh- what do you what do you do? Having been a teacher, having been in the classroom, what were the things that that 
helped you feel seen or the things that made you feel unseen? And, and what do you do as a leader to change that? Um, so I, I uh, my first three years, I was on a campus and, um, you know, I taught a, a lot of kids. I was coaching, coaching a team, of, uh, assistant coaching a team of 90 kids. Um, and I thought I was like somewhat recognizable on the campus. Um, after my third year, though, I had resigned from that job. Um, and I went in and I talked to the principal and he like literally had no idea who I was. I mean, he, ha- he was like deer in headlights. Like, why is this person in my office resigning and who the heck is she? Um, and that kind of made me feel very unseen, I guess. Um, and like not worth like, you know, just like to know that I had been there for three years and literally had given up almost every hour of every day um, working for the students on that campus and just hadn't been recognized at all. So that kind of sucked. So I kind of like I use that as a leader to kind of fuel how I am and I hope to be with my teachers. Um, like I try to get to know them. Um, it's good for me. I was I'm on a campus that I came up in as a teacher, which is different and weird. Um, so coming into my position, I knew a lot about the my staff and their families and, you know, their kids and everything else. But like of the new members I have, I try to get to know them um, and I make sure that I know all their names. That's really important. Um, just and you, so and how many teachers do you have on campus? About 130, okay. maybe just a little under. 130 teachers. Yeah. Plus so it's like a, your it's office like, staff and yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like teaching seniors again, right? 150 yeah. <laughs> kids know their names. Um so, I mean, I think it's just really important to be intentional. I mean, I, we have surveyed our staff over the years prior to me being in this leadership role and asked them, like, you know, how would what, you know, what kind of like incent, what incentivizes you? And people will be like, oh, just, you know, like, um, you know, just knowing I'm doing a good job. And I'm like, no, that's that's don't lie. Like, you know, like, just tell me seriously, what is it? What is, I guess, your love language when it comes to being appreciated? Right. Yeah. I want to know. Um, but. But I do think that um, I have gone into a lot of classrooms this year and I've provided written feedback and um, I've received from department chairs that that's something that the teachers have really liked. So I like I'm going to keep doing it as much as I possibly can getting into all the classrooms. (laughs) So is Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy's going to try to get in. That's our dog. If you heard him growl. (laughs) He's not growling. He's talking. (laughs) It's not a growl. We don't have an aggressive dog. I just have to feed him biscuits until we're done the with whole, this. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit this part out. Okay, so you want to be in teachers' classrooms more and, and give them that feedback. Um, but, how, like... I think it's mostly just about being relational. Okay. Like, exactly what we're asking teachers to do in the classroom is what we need to be doing as leaders, right? Mm-hmm. You want to get to know your kids. We want to get to know you. Like kids on campus aren't really any more important than the people that serve the kids on campus. So as leaders, we have to make that a priority. So when you do give them a bag of chips, it's like not weird, right? <laughs> I guess maybe that's what <laughs> Maybe to is. ask them what kind of chips they want. Maybe may- they just don't all like Cool Ranch. I don't know, you know? I think I'd be weirded out if there was a bag of Cool Ranch. In I my, would be weirded out for my, sure. Uh, but I th- okay, so I, I maybe that is a little takeaway from it, right? Like before you put a bag of chips in your teacher's know mail, who they are. That, don't make that your first contact okay. with a teacher. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see how that would. Yeah, I guess if you if you haven't built those relationships, just dropping off a bag of chips might be kind of weird. Might not work. Um, might might seem kind of strained or forced. Yeah. So 
aside from kind of going into classrooms, building those relationships, what what else are what else do you see your role in supporting those teachers so that they know that you appreciate the work that they're doing, that you support the work that they're doing? So I think um, one of the things that, I mean, over time has become really uh, big. I mean, Arizona did the whole, you know, we were one of the big states that did Red Fred, right? And we know that teachers um, coming up in masses help create positive change in states, right? We, yeah. we did see that. Um, <clears throat> but over time, that's not sustainable, right? Because teachers can't always be outside of the classroom, uh, you know, going down to the Capitol and marching, um, especially in Arizona during the summertime when it's so freaking hot, right? Um, so I think as leaders, it's really important for us to make sure that we do what we can to uh, be out in the community and, um, be leaders in the community beyond just your classroom building because that kind of leadership is something that builds change right so anytime you have a chance to serve um on a on a on a committee or a board um get involved in uh community types of relations within your within your area your your school building or your uh district those are the things that create positive change and those are the things that your teachers can see that you're doing to kind of help them out right and 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 maybe if it isn't um uh creating more money in their pocket maybe if they see that we're doing a lot too when it comes to to not being paid right that we're all in the same we're all in the same business Right, we're trying to create better communities yeah. that support education, that rally around their teachers and their buildings. And you know, if building principals get involved at the level of like that, then I think it does, it's a it's a cyclical relationship. Right. So we talk a lot about like you know, I mean, having having worked on campaign stuff before, like the story, having educators tell their story, mm -hmm. having people know what's going on. I, I think is one of those things that as a leader, if you, you mentioned. You know, being more involved with community, community, being in community events, uh, serving on a board or whatever it is, it lets you tell the story mm -hmm. of your school community, right? Yeah. Um, it yeah. lets people know what teachers are dealing with. It lets them know the hours teachers are working and, and the students are working with. And so it maybe- human, It puts a human face on education. Right, and so maybe when that raise comes up, when that, you know, maybe that vote that, comes vote, up, or right? Whatever because we've got something right now, like board and and our, our bond and um, override stuff for the district that we live. in. Yeah, so the district we live in has their bond and override right now um, to sort of increase their budget or probably to keep their budget the same. If if I'm being honest, um, and it's really in the area of like how do we how do we tell those stories? So you just were asked to serve on a board. What's this What's this oh, board yes. you're serving on? Well, it's a brand new, um, it's a uh, nonprofit that's kind of stemming from the city of Mesa. It's called the Mesa Regional Foundation for Accessibility, Diversity, and Inclusion. Okay, so. And they want, they really were seeking out an education person to serve on that board. So it's not just an education board, it's a mix of people um, from within the community that all have different expertise. And it, so this allows you as an educational leader, as a principal on a campus to kind of tell your, not just your student story, right. but the educators in your building story mm -hmm, and share absolutely. that with people and, and build that better community. Yeah. Um, and it, it really helps us network within our own city. 
you know, and, and um, that's that can only reap positive rewards. Right, right. So I, I think, I think that that <laughs> to, to to go maybe you just have to write more on that bag of chips. Maybe it has to be like. <laughs> well, I think I, I look. I'm all for a snack, right? <laughs> you know, I love snacks. Um, they're all over my office in my my conference room. Anytime someone comes up, a kid comes in my office, I always have candy out. Like I, uh, I'm a person that likes to feed people. Um, and that's just, maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know, but like, I love like making sure people are fed um, and they feel happy about having food. So um, I think it'd be fine if you put a bag of chips in there and you added a personalized note, not just a generalized, everyone got the exact same thing. I think teachers essentially are just like students. They want to be recognized for their own contributions or um, they want to know what it is that they're doing well in their classroom. And, you know, every I, I have a lot of teachers who are like, I'm super coachable and I want to know how to improve. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, we'll take some baby steps on that, you know, depending on what we see in the classroom. But always, you know, it's just, uh, you know, maybe maybe think about doing something like this. Or I like going in and seeing when teachers are being super experimental in their classroom and they're doing something for the first time. I like seeing messy. So I, I, I don't know. Like, those things don't bother me at all. And I think that's the whole thing. It's just being really intentional and not being really stiff as a leader. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to redefine what leadership looks like, like even physically or, or aesthetically. I had some kids skateboarding on my campus the other day, and um, I said, I need you guys to get off the skateboards. And I, I knew, I knew they were going to get back on the skateboards the moment I went in the building. And sure enough, got back on the skateboards. I had security go pick them up, brought them to the office. And I was like, you guys, seriously. And they're like, well, we didn't know who you were. And I was like, well, you need to like watch the announcements or something. But like, it, you know, just because I'm not wearing a three-piece suit doesn't mean that I don't have any type of authority on the campus. And also, you're on a campus of 150 adults. Like, you should probably listen to a few of them. Even if I was a parent, you should listen to what I said. <laughs> you know? I mean, they're just, like, goofy and stuff like that. But I think, I don't know if I were, I don't know, if I were wearing heels and a pantyhose and a skirt. I don't know. Does that make me any more credible as a as a leader? I don't know. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> They're not connected at They're not, all. No, just a non-sequitur, tangential um, mm, turn. It's there. a it's a riff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I, I think to sort of to to turn this right. So yeah, if, summarize it for me. If the goal is to recognize your teachers personally, mm -hmm. right? It, it, instead of just the bag of chips, instead of just this blanket thing, I still love, I like, I always like a little thing in my mailbox. Um, and sometimes I just have to go, sometimes I have to remember that like, TikTok, just like anything else, is a good place to vent. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and I think that you, I think we mentioned this, you and I were talking before about how everybody's, everybody is... Sensitive. I don't want it sensitive. I sensitive said such a, a pejorative. Is it negative? Okay. It's such a pejorative, and I say it, and I don't I like, but I want to say, like, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't mean sensitive, like, no. oh, you're sensitive. No, or, not like in a way that I think that people are acting like babies. No. It's not that. I just think that we're just sitting in a place where, uh, oh, I don't know. We just, it feels I like get the, it, and the we can weight, feel demonized very quickly right. in and this I, job. And I think the weight, and I think that that's true right now. So I think people yeah. feel, extra demonized right now whether it's whether it's we're coming at people with like don't you dare talk about anything oh, that no. isn't two plus two in your classroom and yeah. we're, we're calling you know teachers uh 
racists oh, and yeah and like communists and all these other things socialists yeah. socialists because they're so when we talk about content. all these <laughs> all these things I, I think it's easy right now as an educator to feel as though you're under attack and and Absolutely, to, to be 100%. honest you are under attack yep. from from some people and so I get the sort of and then just teaching through a global pandemic God, and everything yeah. that came with like people at first saying you're heroes and then people saying yeah. go back to work you lazy bums. Yeah. Um so I think we all are just sort of taking whenever something comes at us we take it in a very sort of like heavy way. It's personal. Right. And, it's personal. And you had mentioned that you yourself were feeling that too like yeah. when a teacher is upset on your campus is bugged out about something it makes you question like am i doing my job right right yeah am, am, am I well yeah right, i mean 10 you know? people can tell you you're doing the exact right thing and if one person's like i disagree with you i'm like why <laughs> you know I'm, I, how do i win you over and you know and it, that it's hard because you do it's a personal job education is a personal job so if we want to create positive change and we want to create relationships we have to become personal um and uh and it's work Right. It's work on a leader, um, but it's worth it when you, I mean, that's how you get by and that's how you create positive change. It's how you shift culture, right? Right. And if that's how we shift culture in our own classrooms as educators mm -hmm. is to build those relationships with kids, it's the same way that we're going to shift culture on our campus is to build those relationships with those adults, yeah. right? And that means you have to invest the time and, and the effort to build those relationships so that it's not just a blanket bag of chips and everybody's everybody yeah, should be grateful thing. right yeah it I ends up it. being a you know personal connection with those teachers a comment in the hallway a thank you a hey how's your mom or yeah. um just any one of those little things that we can do to keep those conversations going and to build those relationships to let teachers know we do care and really it does come down to like we talk about when when we tell kids like um you shouldn't just say good job, right? Um, when we tell teachers? Well, when we tell students, right? That in class, we shouldn't oh. go like, oh, good job, good job, right? Yeah. You should be specific, yeah, specific with, with your feedback. Yeah, specific yeah. with your feedback. I think the same thing holds true to the educators in our world is you need to be specific with your feedback with them. Like, you know what? Thank you so much for working the gate at the game tonight, yeah. right? Or thank you so much for... Uh, tutoring those kids, I know, you know, I know it's really going to help them out, or mm -hmm. those sorts of things to build those real connections. So teachers know the work you teachers that specific know work is being recognized, right? Teachers My know that you know, yeah, right. Teachers know that you know the work that they're putting in, yeah. Um, so we could, I'm sure we could continue to to wrap on this for, for we probably will be on this podcast. But we're going to run out of carrots to feed our dog <laughs> to keep him quiet during this. We still have to have them for our child. Yes, those, those carrots need to go into lunches. Um, but, <laughs> Gabby? Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're like a captive guest, so I don't know. I like. I know. I did, it's not like I was all like prepared for it at all. No. No. But no. who, really? It's like, it's like. When it you should be a lesson plan. I don't know why you're not doing this in lesson plan format. Uh, well, here's my participatory set and my what's, anticipatory an, set. Anticipatory oh set. Participatory. Yeah. I never did lesson plans like that. I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I'm going to let you in on a secret, punk rock classrooms. I never wrote a real lesson plan in a really long time. When you were first starting out. Yeah, but I didn't ever. I don't ever think I wrote them with 
anticipatory sets. No, I didn't either. Mine was just, what are we doing? How do I make it cool? Yeah, that's that, That's the way I always figure it mm -hmm. out. Yeah. I got to do professional development on Wednesday with my staff. What are we doing? How are you going to make it cool? What am I doing? <laughs> How are we going to make it cool? That is it. That's it. That is the secret to teaching. Yeah. What are we doing? Find the standard. What are we going to do? How are you going to make it cool? All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, oh, you know what? I, I forgot. You, as you just I pegged just your dog. I just hit the dog with you a You pegged your dog in the head with a carrot. Yeah. Before we go. Uh, it wouldn't be the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast if I didn't ask you. What am I listening Gabby, to? What are you listening to? Yeah, what are you listening to? Oh my gosh. You listen to a book, you listen to a podcast. You know, I've been so bad. Actually, I have been listening to a podcast. I've been listening to um, South Lake. Um, okay. It is, uh, I think it, it is an NBC podcast. Fantastic. Uh, taught me so much about kind of like how we ended up on. Um, that term C a CRT okay. uh, and uh, very good investigative reporting. All right. All a little right. triggering though, based off of like board meetings and stuff like that. But um, you know, it's, it's uh, it was good, really good. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Gabby. Of course, anytime, punk rockers. All right, and you know that you can find the uh, podcast, all the shows, the blogs, some poetry, all that stuff over at punkrockclassrooms.com. You can follow Gabby on Twitter. Where are you I'm at? I'm on the Twitter at uh, principal underscore G-A-B-B-I. Same handle for the TikTok. Um, I've been working a lot on our Instagram for school, though, so I think that's been taking me out. But... You can follow me there. Sometimes I'm interesting. All right. You can find Mike and I on both Twitter and Instagram. We have the same handles. The show is at Punk Classrooms. I'm at Josh R. Buckley. And Mike is at Mike R. Earnshaw. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. And we'll see you at the show. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.